I remember the day me and my brother were outside playing football and I got a notification on my iPod and I pulled it out and I looked at it and I saw that Michael Jackson died. And then me and my brother made a video to honor Michael Jackson. But you didn't know who he was. I didn't know who Are we live? We're live. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, welcome into the Get Body Podcast. This is your host, Shark Cross. As always, I've got my incredible co host, Get it up for Dr. Luke. Hi, everyone. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got the amazing, lovable. Jungle Kitty himself. Wait, we can't call him that. Jungle, jungle, cat. jungle cat. Let him, let him roar. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get over the. First of all, yeah, the intro is too good, Luke. You're that was fantastic. Great, let's go. And guys, Move on. Today we've got an incredible guest. You want to intro? Well, we have incredible? some public service announcements. Well, oh, yeah. we got to let Can the we, people know. Okay, no, no, no. Know. Public service announcements first. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sure, Jared. Don't, don't okay. Worry. Yeah, don't say my name. <laughs> yeah, you know, we can't even keep it secret. Don't worry. We'll we'll do like the uh, like the censorship. When I said his name, we'll like go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, public service announcements. This podcast is brought to you by Chick Fil A. That's right, our first sponsor. Yes, Cheers. but not just any Chick Fil A. Yes. Oh, uh, it's the. Chick-fil-A from OSU campus, owned and operated uh, yeah. by our dear friend. Adam DeCibido. <laughs> it's DeCibio. DeCibio. We still love you, Adam. Wait, oh my gosh. What? <laughs> yeah. You don't say DeCibido? No. It's DeCibio. DeCibio. Yeah, DeCibido. D-I-S-I-B-I-O. DeCibio. Adam <laughs> Adam DeCibio, but you have to say it really fast. Adam DeCibido. Well, I love him. I can't say yeah. his last name, but I love him. Yeah. Hey, Chick-fil-A, thanks so much for, for feeding us tonight and for being the sponsor of today's episode. I had an incredible spicy grilled chicken sandwich. I didn't know they had grilled spicy chicken sandwiches. I didn't know that either until I looked it up on the menu. It was fantastic. And don't forget your shakes. What kind were those? The not um, uh, the, autumn, um, the new autumn spice milkshake. Yeah, autumn spice. <laughs> I, you know, because it's getting winter, it's getting oh, fall what? time. Speaking of spice, who we got on the pod this week? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you, you you aren't ready for this. No we've one got, is ready for this. We've got an incredible host. Nope. Guess. <laughs> I'm the host, but he might take over. <laughs> Give it up for Jared Jackson. Woo! No bull, ride or die. Yes. <laughs> I got my not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. Can we, since we were messing up um, Adam's name just a little bit, can we just say what a great dude making great chicken sammies? Like, yeah. we love that guy. Yeah. What yeah. an amazing sister. Yeah. Thank you. My guys. sandwich today had two chicken breasts on it, and I didn't even ask for <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Two yeah. chicken breasts. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and he cares about his employees. Yeah. Like, he's talked to multiple times about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I really enjoy the people, and I'm trying to build into them and help them be better people. And I, uh, like and that. his wife Ava too. I mean, sweetheart. Dude, her kicks tonight were fantastic. <laughs> yeah, like her shoe game was strong. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna stand out to Pearl in Dublin for oh, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Not a sponsor. Yeah, not not a sponsor yet. Ooh, that's like that's like next level sponsorship. You know, once the Get Body podcast goes like hoity toity, you know, then we're starting to bring in the the fine know. dining restaurants. I don't think I want to get there. I don't either. Yeah, I don't think the people want it. I don't want to upgrade from this. You know what the people do want? Great basement. Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jared, you were were telling us a little bit about your family. Yeah. Um, 
during our incredible sponsored dinner. Yes. Well, could you could you let the people know your family like name situation? <laughs> yes. Um, despite the fact that you don't know who Michael Jackson is, but yes, <laughs> <clears throat> my father's name is Michael Jackson. My middle brother is Jesse Jackson, nicknamed <laughs> the Reverend. There was uh, three boys and a mother, mother and father, obviously. So we had the Jackson Five hanging on the mailbox for multiple, multiple decades until Michael, you know, a little bit off the rails. But yes. <laughs> and um, your middle name. And my middle name, Jared Michael Jackson. That's right. I was going to be a junior, but my dad said, don't do that to him. So we did not. Mm. So we are. You, you made it sound like you were a part of that decision. <laughs> I wasn't, but my dad told me the story afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been a junior. There's, all, there's only one Jared Jackson. It's true. It's What's very the true. third brother's name? Huh? My youngest brother's name is Javen. J-A-V-A-N. Jackson. J-A-V-A-N. Should have been Tito, but it wasn't. Mm. <laughs> See, I don't I don't get that reference. Can you explain <laughs> the, the Jackson 5 to our young friend? I don't know if we have time for the podcast, which, you know, I have one public service announcement for yes! our for our podcast oh, listeners because yes. there's thousands. Awesome. Guys, listen, I'm, I've listened to all of them. These guys are fantastic, but I'm going to do my darndest. To one, not curse, because there's little ears listening, like the Ankaski family. <laughs> and two, I'm going to try my darndest to get us in and out in an hour and 15. Hour 15. Hour and 15. Okay. All right. Where are we at right now? We're like six, six and a half. Six minutes. Okay, you got it. Great intro. Yep. You got an hour and nine. Let's do it. 30 minutes. Right. Um, Jared, you brought a list of stuff. This is for the learnt session. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <clears throat> I thought I'm well prepared. bringing us uh, worksheets and coloring books no. and things like that. But no. no. Listen, when you get invited to this podcast... Like, this is my first podcast. This is a big deal. I've been preparing for at least four or five days. Four or five days. Yep. Wow. That's incredible. Where should we start? Well, we started with the family. Let's just keep going from there. Okay. Did you, do you have your own Jackson 5? <laughs> Jackson 4. Kind yeah. of Cooper counts. Cooper does count. That's, he is almost like a child for sure. <laughs> no, so I have uh, my eldest, oh, first of all, my lovely wife, Paula. Paula. Paula Therese Jackson, Paula Therese. if you care about the middle names. Uh, Austin is 18, senior at Orange High School. And Nicholas is 15, getting ready to turn 16 here in a little bit, sophomore. Mm-hmm. And then Cooper, our beloved uh, our beloved uh, six, almost seven in October, Doverman Pincher, who many people swear is, is better than my two children in terms of behavior. I would agree with yeah, that. He is. He's, he's an amazing dog. Wow. Therapy dog. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's deserves all the credit there. Did a lot of like nursing home and visits and stuff. It just therapy isn't petting, right? But yeah, great dog. Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, where did where did you and Paul meet? So we met after college in Peoria, Illinois. Peoria, Illinois, P Town. And um <laughs> P Town. P Town, that's what they call it. <laughs> and it they was might call it that, but we aren't gonna call it. You got it. What was it called again? P- Peoria? Peoria. You're, Peoria. You're in town. In fact, a little history, on, <laughs> a real short history on Peoria. Um, back in the day, they used to say if it plays in Peoria, then it's good enough for the nation. So a lot of bands and stuff would travel through Peoria because it's like the center of the heartland. It's like two hours south of Chicago. And so if it plays in Peoria, then there's a good chance that that band will make it on the big stage. Oh, wow. Meaning if it plays at six. But yeah. So we met after college. I worked for a plant manufacturing service company owned by Caterpillar, Earth Moving Equipment. Mm-hmm. And Paula worked in the IT department, and I made sure that my computer broke often. Wow. That's how we met. Wow. So were you just like, um, you got the job there, you're walking around the office, and you're like, well, who's that? Is that is that what happened? Kind of. Um, 
they had a Friday morning, they called it FMM's Friday morning meetings for the whole core organization because it was a pretty small organization. And uh, I remember when Paula came in as like her first day on the job, she was wearing like a gray woman's suit, whatever they wear back then. This was way before COVID, right? When we, we had to dress to the nines. And I was like, wow, who's that? So, but she was a little bit older than me. And she was not excited about, you know, talking or dating young men. We're about young five years, man. four or five years apart. So it took a little coaxing. How old were you when you met her? Uh, I think 23. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When we first, uh, actually 24, because we got married two years later when I was 26. Okay. Yeah. Totally took you two years? Well, I left. Whoa. I went down to St. Louis for a little, we were both dating other people at the time. Okay. When you met her? When, when, when I met her. Like, yeah. We didn't start talking yet, but when I saw her. And then I moved down and did a rotation in St. Louis, Missouri, and moved back about a year later. And she was single, and I was single, and, and that was it. You know, like you remember that pantsuit that you wore to that? That's exactly what it was—a pantsuit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Great. Yeah. 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 It was phenomenal. You you should look that up, Char. Pantsuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a pantsuit is. Man. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting learned every single day. <laughs> <laughs> we got. So so let's rewind a little. I want to hear more about you. And How'd Paula, you end up but, to P Town? How'd you get to P-Town? Short story. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up, when I left college. But uh, one of the one of the guys that graduated from that college was the president of this organization at Caterpillar. And he came down to a recruiting fair and I didn't have a job. I was like, sure, let's go. And they're like, well, it's in Peoria. And I was like, I don't know how to spell it, but let's do it. So we. That's how you got that job. Mm-hmm. No well, I mean, I had the interview and all that fun stuff, but I mean, I didn't know even yeah. Peoria was on the map. You know, I didn't know much about it, but. It's, P- it's P-Town. 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 Did you know you were going to go into sales? Uh, I mean, when I got in the interview process a little bit, um, you know, they explained what the, what the, what the services were, but, um, but it was, it was unique. It was one of the first college recruitments where they put me in the organization. I did like a rotation through all the different departments, everything from shipping and receiving to the manufacturing to IT to all that fun. So customer service. Um, so that when you got out a year after you graduated, you, you knew the company intimately. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it was P-Town. And you grew up not in P-Town. No. Northwest Missouri, a little town called Union Star. It's about an hour and mm, hour and a half north of Kansas City. And uh, That's why you're a cheese fan. That's why I'm a cheese fan, yeah. Uh, and uh, a little town called Union Star. It's a little map dot. It's a uh, population 409 counting dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. And I was related to most of dogs and cats. Sweet. Very ancestral town. <laughs> what? It was ancestral because my dad was one of eleven, and all the farming—you know—the farmers there they had lots of kids, right? Yeah. And so we were related. Man. We were second cousins and first cousins to everybody. It's just that's how we roll in Missouri. So your dad was a farmer. He was growing up. Yep, a dairy farmer, row crop, cattle. Um, when I was born, he farmed just for a few short years. And then we moved into this smaller town and he got a job doing something else. So he, did, he quit farming, but all my, you know, aunts and uncles, they're all still there. And most of them involved in farming in some capacity. Really? Yeah. So, okay. So a couple, like, I know we're not on the rapid fire questions yet, yeah. but yeah. like, first question is you, you were the one that told me about a cow pissing on a flat rock. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. Just, Thank you. Um, so is there other great sayings that we should be incorporating into our vernacular? There are, I will, I will put in some, um, some Midwest vernacular as we go through this on fun yeah. place. But if you have, if you have never seen a cow, I'm going to use appropriate word for little ears, pee oh, on a flat rock. Yeah. yeah. 
Go on the um, P-town. Urinate. On the flat, yeah, urinate, urinate. flat rock. It, uh, cows urinate an excessive amount of urine. And when it when they pee on a flat rock, it splatters five, ten feet in either direction. So Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's kind of like when you go to use a urinal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, oh, we're going back to that now. <laughs> no, no. Yes, no. it's exactly like that, okay. actually. Okay. I've actually validated my position with a lot of different people. But the cows, <laughs> the cows urinating on flat rocks... What is so? Is there anything else that comes to your mind that we should be using day to day? I mean, you should met, metric vernacular like shit ton. Yeah, mm. you should. That's there, there's a ton, and then there's a shit ton. Okay, which you will go more into later. I will right? go into more later during the yep. learn session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. and actually, I'll just uh, prequel this. Shit is not a bad word. It's actually a word that shaves lives, and I'm going to explain that in the learn session. So a little teaser for those that are listening. Shit is not a cuss word, and I'm going to explain why. Wow, that's how we hold on to our audience. Right that's there. right. You know that the little Yankowski girls are going to be. Yeah, uh, sorry, David, or sorry, Dustin, and uh, you, you guys Shantae, are going to have to Shantae, You're going to have to figure this Captain one out. Captain Curly here. <laughs> Stay to the learn session. It's educational, and you'll see that it's not a bad word. Okay. Okay. Um, well, then, second question is: So you had like 500 people in your hometown. How many people were in your high school? So K through 12th was 126 kids. So the average class wow. size is about nine people. Was it all one one building? One building. Yep. Everything. Yep. All what? one building. K through K through twelve was one hundred twenty six kids, and I was there until the end of my junior high school, and then I went to a bigger metropolis called Savannah, Missouri, which was a town of twenty five hundred people, so still very small. So your your family moved, or you like? We moved to yeah. We moved to St. Joe, and my mom got a teaching job in Savannah, and. Mom wanted us to explore and get outside of this small little town, which was an awesome upbringing. Um, but she wanted to expose us to some different things. So we moved to a metropolis of 2,500. Wow. We got exposed. How many people <laughs> were in your high school? Uh, my graduating class was 175 at Savannah. Okay. Um, so it was a much bigger school. Were you popular in high school? I wouldn't say that I was popular. I hung out with the popular crowd, the, the jocks and the kids that, um, you know, did fairly well in school, but I wouldn't say that I was, because I was a transfer in, right? So my freshman yeah. year or so, but, but I, yeah, but I, but I hung with the in crowd. Uh, yeah. Maybe if you, if so you call it. You were a cool kid. What's that? You were a cool kid. I don't, I don't know if I was cool, but we, I don't know. We what was cool your, um, what do you, what would you say? Like looking back in your childhood mm-hmm. was like one of your favorite moments. Um, Honestly, my whole childhood, probably until junior high, because, and I, I sometimes wish my kids had the same experience. So, you know, this little small town, you know, they didn't have cops. They had like a grocery store and a, and a gas station and a bank, right? Which meant for me as a young child, like, and everything's changed, right? But I would leave at sun up and come home at sundown and we were on a bike all day or we were uh, ATVs, four wheelers, motorcycles, like just exploring the outdoors, um, abandoned railroad tracks and, you know, ravines and stuff. And so I did all that stuff, fishing and hunting. And so I loved every aspect of that. Yeah. Um, and I sometimes feel bad for my kids because they're in concrete suburbia bill. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what happened at junior high? That's when mom got that job and we just decided to move, um, to Savannah. To Savannah. Yeah. Yeah. Savannah. Um, <laughs> Savannah. Savannah R3, baby. Boom. And then, so after Savannah was, was, was P-Town? No, it was college. I went up the road in Maryville, Missouri, a small, uh, small, <laughs> about, I don't know, eight, 10,000 kids, but a small, uh, smaller division two Northwest Missouri State University College for a couple of years. And then um, for whatever reason, at the end of my sophomore year, I got this weird bug to 
go to a different college. And so I went to this really small liberal arts school in Fulton, Missouri, Westminster, not Westminster. There's Westminster and Pennsylvania College, but Westminster. And um, and still to this day, I don't know why I went there. I mean, I, I had one buddy there from high school that uh, that I, I knew of, but I just I wanted to try something different. And so we we went to Westminster and graduated from there. Graduated from there. Mm-hmm. Went to P-Town. Mm-hmm. Um, got this caterpillar job, met Paula. Boom. Boom. So two more questions. Mm-hmm. One is from, I mean, you've got a lot of life lived like before Peoria. Yes. Was there, if you had to look back and pick one or two really pivotal moments, yeah. like, Hey, my life was going this way and this happened. Yeah. And whether you knew it at that point in time or not, it really set your direction yeah. The the transfer from the first college at Northwest Missouri State University to Westminster, like I still look back and go like, what would, where would I have been? Like, had I not made that transition? Um, I, you know, probably wouldn't have met Paula, obviously. Right. Um, but <clears throat> and I, I still to this day, I don't know exactly all the details, like why I made the change. I think I was just searching for something else you could say trying to better myself. It was an academic school Westminster was. And so um, that was a pivotal turn, right? Because then that led to just different exposures at at Westminster and different kids. And then, then to this job in Peoria. And um, but yeah, I, that was probably the most pivotal for me because it, it, I would still be back probably in the Missouri area. All my cousins, I've got 36 or 37 first cousins and all the aunts and uncles are all within an hour drive of each other. Uh, so yeah, I would have probably been back there working for like Edward Jones or something like that. Yeah. Finance and doing something like that. I probably would have. Mm-hmm. What, what was the other question? Um, well, I have follow-up questions on the first question. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I had just thinking, do you guys have like family reunions or did you have a lot of family reunions, first cousins? Like, Yes. So my mom and dad um, hosted most of them uh, when we were growing up and there'd be 66 or 67 immediate family, like just my dad's That's siblings wild. and first cousins. So uh, it was, it was an enormous family. Do you guys do barbecue? Yeah. My, my grandma, before she passed, like we'd always do them at her place. She lived out in the farm, obviously. And so we would meet there for 4th of July's and Christmas and Thanksgiving's. And it was just utter chaos. Can you imagine feeding? Think of how many potatoes they had to peel. Oh, right. Like to, cause it was mashed potatoes and it was country fried chicken. And it was, I mean, that's fresh green beans. Like that's, that's an army of women and men, you know, to feed. So, and I also imagine, and now I don't, I've been to like a, like a Salem, Ohio party. Yeah. So I just imagine that Missouri parties would be like that. Like you had a bonfire, you had a lot of drinking, you get like. They didn't drink. What? No I come, way. So this is going to surprise a lot of the people that know me well, but my mom and dad don't, they, they didn't drink. And my dad's family didn't drink. My mom's family really did not wow. so drink. These parties are 66 people. Like they're dry parties. Dry parties, man. Dry parties. No way. No brown water. No brown water. So you must explain your drinking You problem. are going to have to. We'll have to. We'll get to that. Yeah, we should probably get Your drinking that. problem? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to. More breaking news. Jared Jackson coming out. <laughs> okay. Okay. The second second question I had was like, what was it about Paula that you were like, I mean, obviously pantsuit, right? Yeah, but pantsuit. Like, what about it that you were like, man, I should marry this girl. Um. So... I mean, obviously she was stunning for me. And then um, I met her family like two or three weeks later and her 
mom and dad lived on a farm as well, but it was a horse farm. So they did like reining horses and stuff. And I met her dad and he was a salesman as well. Um, he was actually VP of sales for Kamatsu, which is a competitor of Caterpillar. And he and I just hit it off, like just very similar t- temperament and whatnot. And I loved her mom, um, her brother and sister. I met them. It just, it just felt like home. So I think it's really when I was like, I, I think this is serious. And, you know, we both dated a lot of people through college and high school. And so at that age, I was 26 or so when we, we got serious, you kind of know what you're looking for. And, um, and that was a big one for me. So you started dating three weeks later, you met the family. What's that? You said yeah. Yeah. Later. I mean, you know, it was, it was just like, I think we went up to this little place called the Eagle's Nest. It was like, you know, just, we weren't like meeting to say we were getting married. It was just, yeah, we're dating and. We just go up and met the family and just went out for an afternoon lunch. And hmm. it was very casual, you know? Okay. Yeah. What? When did you and Megan, when did you meet Megan's parents? I met Megan's parents before we were dating. Yeah. So we were, because we were in like the same Bible study in college and her parents came to move her into her like apartment. And I was like, hey, you're in a, like in my Bible study. I'm going to help you like move in. And she had said, okay. But then the closer I got, the more she's like, you can't do this because she didn't want me to meet her parents. Uh. Like she was like, my dad will say something offensive. Mm. I I guess like meeting the parents is like a way bigger deal now. I think it is. So back it's like then a it was, huge yeah. deal now. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But again, we were older, like Paula was 29-ish at the time. We're getting ready to turn 29. And so we kind of knew that, hey, this yeah. And we we both also there was a church we found out it's funny um, two funny things one is we'd both been going to the same church single in Peoria and we didn't know it until we met uh, and started talking and then her ATM pin password was the exact same numbers as mine what yeah it's crazy uh, saying it was the same bank ATM passwords on well, like the second date no, not the second date oh my god I, I haven't even like shared that with my so. well I guess I just shared that with my fiance. Yeah. That's three years though, I, I, Jared. I think, I, listen, I think it was we were going to the drive through to get cash or something, and and um, I think she was driving, and I gave her my card, and she's like, "What's your pin?" And I gave it to her because she was on that side of the door, and she's like, "That's my." And we both were at this bank called SefQ, and it was the exact same pin number as hers, obviously different account, but we were like, "Wow, same church, didn't know it, same pack." Love, so was like, right love, there. Man, love. <laughs> Destined. That's that. how you know. That's how you know. says love than having the same pin number. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah. So you talk a lot about Missouri, right? Uh-huh. How'd you end up in Ohio? Uh, long story short. So <clears throat> after Paul and I, uh, Matt got married about a year and a half later or so, I got into pharmaceutical sales at AstraZeneca. And um, Austin was born around the same time that I got this job. He was like four months old or less. Uh, and I knew that like Peoria was a great town, obviously her family was from there, but I knew that like in terms of exposure and, and whatnot, that being at a bigger market would be better in a pharmaceutical career. And, you know, I'd been away from home for a while. And so I was itching to kind of go back uh, with my family and whatnot. So we, we made the, a lateral move as, as a sales rep from Peoria to Kansas city. And then did that for three years, and then we moved to Wilmington, Delaware, uh, in my first rotation as a, a national uh, sales trainer at the headquarters office for about two years. And then uh, I spent about eight months in Indiana, left Paul and the kids there on the East Coast, and then got a full-time district sales manager job in Columbus. And so that's how we got here the first time. But 
then we did a few other rotations at home office and whatnot, and now we're back here in 2017. So this is our second time in Ohio. Hmm. So a lot of a lot of moves. I think we had when we moved here in 2017. That was our seventh mortgage in at the time. This will be our 19th year anniversary in October. So that was it was like 15 15 years of marriage, and we'd had seven mortgages. So we moved around a lot. Dang. Um, yeah. Is that hard? Uh, no, it wasn't hard um, because I enjoyed the change. But also Paula's dad moved him around a lot, too. And so she was kind of used to that. Yeah. So um, we, we love Ohio now. Um, but she, I think it helps when your spouse is willing to do that stuff, too. Yeah. Hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about, about your boy, Austin. <laughs> Austin and Nick. Yeah. Uh, so Austin, like I said, 18, senior in high, uh, at Orange, um, he's, he loves tennis. He's, uh, sorry, buddy. I know you're listening to this. He's probably not going to be able to beat Luke. Um, he is Are you got, guys having a match soon? Oh, they, I beat him, beat him a lot. Like left-handed. He has yeah. improved a ton, uh, this last year. He's played a lot of singles tournaments. Could he year. take you on the pickleball course? No. Uh, I don't think not so. Not course, courts. Court. I could take you through the pickleball course though. Yeah. I'll get you learned on pickleball. <laughs> Ooh, watch out, Sounds like another podcast. Yeah. Sorry. This. Yeah. No. So Austin's uh, Austin and I uh, probably butt heads the most, but it's because we're very much alike. Right. Wait, yeah. can you just repeat that? Yeah. Austin and I love you, buddy. We butt heads. He knows this, um, but we, we are very, he's like my mini me. And how so? Uh, he's just very obnoxious, loud, a type personality. thinks he knows everything. Uh, very demanding. But he's, he does, he does have a huge, huge heart and he's, you know, the greatest test of your kids is when they go away to other like families or they go, you know, visit other adults and the adults are like, man, your, your kids are really well behaved. And you're like, what? This is not, uh, not at home. They're not right. But that is the kids, when they get outside of their parents, they, they uh, show their true colors. But yeah. So Austin's um, looking at colleges right now, which is a fun time. Um, a little scary too, but fun. We're thinking University of Cincinnati, your alma mater, because it's got an amazing, amazing co-op program. It was uh, not mine. Oh, it was. It was um... <laughs> so Grace's Grace's uh, sister's husband. Oh, I for some reason I you thought see. you went there. Okay, <laughs> Grace is from Cincinnati. Okay, all right. So yeah, they're okay though. They're okay. You know? Yeah, they're they're the Bearcats. They're good. Desmond so, Ritter. Okay, well, whatever. So that's Austin. Um, and then Nicholas is um, sometimes hard to believe they came out of the same womb because they're just so opposite, right? Nicholas is our very, very caring, very loving. Um, doesn't say a lot, but when he speaks, it's usually like, wow, like dropped a mic, right? Like so, uh, just very, very articulate. And uh, he's told us a few times he thinks he wants to be a preacher, which I'm like, wow, coming from this father's upbringing? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, Nick is big into gaming, obviously, uh, and but not as much anymore. He's big into cross country, so he's doing really well with that. If I did a PR just the other day, a six point two minute mile. He's fast. So wow. fast, fast. And he doesn't even train. That's the thing. His coach is like, son, six minute twenty. Six twenty. Yeah, nineteen twenty six. I think is what it was. So <sighs> yeah, it's not just a single mile. Yeah, it's three point two. Oh, he was doing a five k, and that was his pace. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the fastest. That's probably upper middle pack. Yeah, yeah. First, these kids are. What grade is he? He's a sophomore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun having him in uh, class sometimes. Yeah, he'll be back. He really summer. enjoyed it. it was, he he really 
took to it pretty well. Yeah. I, I mean, despite really having his father's mobility. And yes, he does have my genetics. attitude, like. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Could you repeat that part? Luke, Luke is all blessed. What? <laughs> it's true. That's true. I love, I love you boys. Your boys are yeah. like, like I could go like hang out with them. Yeah. Like kind of cool guys. And they take after their mother. Is it fun when they go to the gym? Yeah, I guess yeah. Austin hasn't been in a while, but he'll be, yeah. So he's doing his own, like, you know, working out at Planet Fitness or whatever it is. He, he just beefcake mode right now. It's but not working, Austin. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's considered, he's <laughs> considered coming, he's wow. considered coming back, um, you know, later this year. So we'll see. But it's tough. Yeah. CrossFit's tough. It just is like, I mean, I get Austin's like idea of like going to the Globo gym and yeah. just doing pump sessions mm-hmm. because, but it's like, CrossFit is just is like way more uncomfortable. Like today's workout, oh gosh, yeah, you got uncomfortable, yeah, you know. And I think he's put on a lot of size and strengths um, since he started CrossFit. Now that he's been doing this for, I think, been over eight months or so. But I think he'd actually enjoy CrossFit more now because he was so new to learn all the exercises and moves and stuff. I think, um, I think he'd take me. It if there's like one single thing that you have that you're like, man, this is my. Like I get to cast in a chip and get like one thing for my boys. It could be same for both or one thing, you know, different for what would you, what would you want for them? Like as in, as in what? Give me a little bit more. Like, um, so if you're like, uh, like you're making a pact with God and you're like, God, here's the deal. I don't care what happens. Yes. But this. Got it. Yeah. That's a good question. So prior to a couple of years ago, it was just be that they, you know, that they found, um, a relationship with the Lord. And, but fortunately enough, they both have been baptized. I think it was three years ago. So now, um, you know, the, honestly, the biggest prayer and Paul, I've talked about this a lot is just that they find other God loving women at some point in their life. When because we've been through a lot of, um, successes, highs and lows. And I can tell you that when you have, when you both have a faith that's grounded, right. It helps you, it helps you stay grounded when there's highs. And it also helps you lean into God when, when there's some lows too. And we, we definitely had them. So life's going to happen to the boys. And so believe it or not, it's not for success. It's not for this or that. It's just that they, they find other um, God loving women at some point in their life. So you have been reading Proverbs. I have. Is that wisdom from Solomon? (laughs) Yeah. All right, good. I have a great coach or a teacher. That's Luke and Cher. Doc and Cher. Um, I don't know if this would be invading their privacy too much. But have either of them, Austin and Nick, brought home a girl? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they both have. Uh, Austin's dating, um, I won't say her name, but she's dating a great girl from Worthington Christian. Uh, and, yeah, and uh, Nicholas had a serious girlfriend up until about three or four months ago. And they, <sighs> they were, yeah. Sorry, bud. Yeah, yeah. Very I don't know how serious, serious they are, but, you know, you know, for high school kids dating. Hey, girls. don't don't say that. I mean, yeah. Shantae and, you know, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. High school sweetheart. You never know. You never know. I so what if obviously you talk about the faith thing, but apart from that, what would you want your kids to inherit from you character-wise? Oh, that's a great question. Mm. Uh I have a little bit of uh, a moniker called hashtag GSD, and it stands for hashtag get stuff or You said it's not that word though. It's not, but I, I'm just still In being quiet to the ears. We haven't got to learn. <laughs> yeah, we haven't learned about it. So, yet, yet, so it's you know, still a bad word. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so still get stuff word. done. That's right. I, I don't want Shantae or David to be or Dessa to be mad, but hashtag um, get stuff done. Yeah, hashtag get stuff done. So I, 
I, I would love for them just to, you know, they're teenagers, so they procrastinate all the time now. And we fight, if we fight about anything in our family, it's about the procrastination, like college applications and resumes or getting schoolwork done and stuff. They just rather do other things. And, and so I would, I would hope that they would inherit that good old Midwest spirit of just grind. Right. Not that, not that that means everything, but like that's, that's the piece that's truly me. Just grinding. What about, and I'm sure you can dig into that one more, but I'm curious about from your, your wife, from Paula, Uh you said, Hey, what would you want them to, embody about her character or to take along with them to be like man oh what david rg ragamuffin grace i mean she's married <laughs> she's, a drink. she's married to me right? <laughs> if you're married to this guy you got to have some ragamuffin grace and she is she's off she's paula's soulmate because she loves me where i'm at the good bad or indifferent i think i think she, i think that um so we're kind of joking but not i think that both boys will, because she is so caring and, um, nurturing and I'm not, to be honest. Um, and I think that if they get the best of her and the best of me, a little hashtag GSD, ragamuffin grace, we should be in a good spot. G-S-D-R-G. Yeah. G-R-G. Can you, hold on. I don't think a lot of people know what this is. Ragamuffin grace. Oh, do you, do you want to tell me? Is this another thing that you don't know? Wow. <laughs> I know what it is. Oh, okay. yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> so I know. This is I, the people. Yeah, I, I will do this. I'll. I'll, I'll What's a, a ragamuffin? <laughs> I will give a little teaser. David and I will will help with this one for you, but I don't think we're going to get into the um, theology of ragamuffin grace on this podcast. But I do want our listeners to know the hundreds of thousands of them that there is an amazing book and the Belgium an amazing movie about ragamuffin grace. There's a movie. About there it? is a movie. Yeah. So this ragamuffin isn't something you made. No, 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 no. We do, David and I we we. There's a book, uh, David shared it with me. And then there's also um, a movie about a famous Christian singer who went off the rails. And then he met this uh, pastor friend about Brendan. Yes. Somebody or other. Very famous. So this is an adult, like it's like a, like a actual movie, like not a kid's movie. Well, the the ragamuffin is, is it's, it's theology about God's love and grace, right? Like you can do no wrong. Right. But, um, yeah, so it, it, just go see the movie, go read the book, you'll understand Ragamuffin. Dave and I just made, we didn't just make this up. <laughs> so we did not just make this up. Um, it, the book is actually called The Ragamuffin, Ragamuffin Gospel. Yeah. Um, give me, so you don't have to go into like the whole theology, but give me an example of, of like at your house when you like Ragamuffin Grace, like what does that mean? Well, I don't give enough of it. I was going to say, maybe share an example with us of when you don't, <laughs> but you should. Um, yeah. Like when my son constantly comes home 10 minutes after the hour that we said he has to be home for on a school night and we're like, dude, now you're 10, now you got to come in 10 minutes earlier. And then he doesn't do that. And Paul's like, he's home. He's alive. Let's just give him some ragamuffin grace. She doesn't use that word. Oh my gosh. If she did. (laughs) She she does not use that word, Um, but but I do. But yeah, that's when I should. I, I will say, you know, to not only to you, Jared, but to the people that are listening. Um, there does come a point, I think, when your kid hits, like, for me, it was in college. Because I, I, I can kind of relate to to the, these kids of, like, I was a high schooler. I didn't, you know, have ownership. I was kind of lazy at times. You know, I didn't have the GSD, yeah. right? Get stuff done. Um, but, man, I think when I went to college and had some ownership. Yeah. I think that's when things really change. I agree. So 
Hopefully it's around the corner for you. It is. It yeah. is. They're good kids. I love yeah. them both. It's just, um, my hashtag GSD and it's hard. It's yeah. hard. It's just it's a ragamuffin great. world. <laughs> the, the summary of the book is that he, at the very beginning says that even though we may with our words say that the gospel is about relationship, that with our actions and all and and everything about religion, we tend to force people to earn it. Yes. And so the idea of the book is that it's actually not you can't earn it it's at given. all, mm. and that God's grace is unearned. Yeah. And so that like giving that in spaces where is it? It's definitely not earned. Like Correct. the opposite is like, hey, you actually you you're ten minutes late. Like yep. this is a clear yeah. this is this is a clearer thing and yeah. your consequence should be this that you know the grace that's given is, is yes not. so that's that's the like summary beautiful it's beautiful yeah. read um, the book watch the movie it'll change your life before i'm not i'm not sure when we're transitioning over to um uh well how are we doing on time uh 36, 36. wow we're doing great yeah um my question i i want to know what what's been like the something that you've learned uh, over the past, like maybe five or so years, um, recently, something new that you've learned or anything like that. Uh, not, not from the get learned segment, but just like life in general. Um, something that I've learned the past five years or so. You already know everything. Yeah. So you don't have to learn sure. At 45, don't you know everything? Yeah. <laughs> when counter, give, give me, give me a better, uh, uh, give me a little, like, you tell me what you want and I'm, yeah, I think the thing that I'm like kind of looking for is like, you, how have you grown as a person over the past five years? Like, what was the big like growing thing for you? Well, I think there's still a lot of growing left to be doing over with this guy. But um, I think I'm trying and I think Paul would agree with this, trying to get better at uh, prioritizing the, the more important rocks. I put my career in uh, on, on a pedestal, if you will, and wrongfully that's where i get a lot of my fulfillment i think i'm trying to do a better job of like husband father right um trying to focus on that and it's also easier too because i'm 20 years in the industry and i'm not grinding to make a name or whatever right but um mm -hmm. i think that that balance is always gonna be something i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna struggle with just because my personality and the way i was raised but um but yeah i think that's that that better balance of prioritization, the bigger rocks like Paul and the kids and stuff like that um, is, is probably something that I've grown the most over the last five years or so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want something deeper? No, that's great. Okay. You told us that you didn't want to go deep on this podcast. You wouldn't go deep. We, you guys, we, we, we're good. Did he actually say that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go deep. Okay. Time to go deep. <laughs> too deep, too deep, too deep. So I asked you this question. Well, I sent you this question earlier. And yeah. you said you Our research team did. Oh, oh. No, I did. <laughs> Not this random research team. Yeah. I did. Yeah, we, we X'd them out from the last episode. <laughs> yeah, so we, got some, we got some, you know, feedback that it was like real creepy, like the research team. Oh, wow. And so like, we're like. <laughs> we cut their funding. They're we done. Cut their funding. <laughs> like, hey, you're out of here. <laughs> But I asked, I told, or when I say this question, you told me the other yeah, day that you tough. didn't have a good answer for it. So I'm going to ask you. Yeah, like, please do. Yeah. Who are your heroes and why? So let me give you the answer you're not going to like. Yeah. Um, other than I, won't, I won't use JC, okay. right? We all know that. 
A room full of Wait, who? jungle cat. JC, ju- no. <laughs> Jesus yes! Christ. I won't use jungle cat yeah, or Jesus let's, Christ. Let's, let's uh, be very clear. <laughs> I, so really, it, it, it was probably the hardest question that you guys gave me to kind of think on. Um, and no doubt, I've had a lot of people uh, in my life that have been mentors personally and professionally and things like that, that I admire and that have given me good wisdom mm-hmm. and counsel. But honestly, Luke, I really thought about like, even when I was a kid growing up, I didn't like have a poster of some dude or person on my wall. I, uh, I don't have like a hero, I guess if that's the term you want to use. Um, and maybe it's because I, at 45, I realized like we are all some flawed people and we're just a step away from doing something stupid. And we wish it didn't from preachers to sports athletes to whatever. So I honestly, I don't, I don't have a person that I would call hero. And I know that's the answer you don't want, but I really, I thought about it long and hard. Hero is a tough word. I don't like that answer. I know. Hmm. You can ask some deeper ones, other ones. What's your biggest mistake? Biggest mistake. Um, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. I won't go into. I told you I would catch you off I know, guard. I know you don't catch you guard. Know, biggest mistake. Um, so, ironically, this the biggest mistake. I'll keep it high level for the for the listeners if they have any interest in talking to Paula or I. Uh, if they're experiencing a similar struggle, then by all means, we'll, we're open to talk about it. But um, in twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen, I left AstraZeneca and went to another company, and. I say Paul and I, because Paul's been a part of the, you know, this, uh, my career journey um, for oh, 19 years now. So she's definitely part of it. But I, I got this dream job that I wanted, dream title, compensation, all that fun stuff. And so the ironicness in this biggest mistake was like we, we had for what we wanted to do this side of eternity, we'd arrived, right? Um, and at the start of it, we were very, very happy. But uh shortly maybe a year and a half or so later like our marriage was like a really really tough crossroads right and um it 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 was just it was just like embarrassing it was like how how did we get here how did this happen right mm-hmm. um and uh you know fast forward from 20 into 2014 2015 several years of like leaning into god uh counseling and things like that I would say that our relationship is stronger now than it ever had been. Right. And, and, um, and our faith as well. But like the reason I see it as the biggest mistake is because I had acquired at least what I thought material wise and, and career wise, like we'd, we'd achieved what we wanted. And yet a year and a half later, we're, we're tumbling down the hill and it's like, what's going on. Right. Um, so I think that was a big mistake. I let material things, uh, you know, get in my path and, and lose my focus and, and distraction. And so, or cause me to distraction and, and Paul and I, and so, yeah, so it was, uh, it was tough. It was tough, but, um, we both, and I think Ed at, at our church has even talked about this a couple of Sundays ago, you know, we don't wish it to happen, uh, to anyone or to us, but I will tell you we're stronger now because of it we really are. And so it was a bit of a mistake, but kind of hindsight 2020, I'm not glad it happened, but we were stronger for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think something I noticed when, when you were talking, um, I think the question I asked you, um, you know, what, what, what kind of you, what have you learned? And you're like, I'm trying to move away from kind of having my, my career be my life. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and then you talking about this kind of like mistake that you went through, but you said like you kind of arrived, right? You had yeah. everything. Well, like, isn't that the, isn't that the goal though? Like, isn't that what people want is to have, you know, the, the high level job, the money, like why didn't those things work? I be careful what you ask. I think it, it didn't work because I probably wasn't ready for it. Right. Um, I thought I was, but I, I obviously wasn't, uh, even as gosh, it was, in, this is 2015. So it was six years ago, seven years ago. Um, so yeah, so I, I think that, uh, maturity is an important thing. And I think if you fixate too much on something that you think is endearing to you or important to you, um, you can get wrapped up in it. Um, and I think sometimes you have to go through the experiences and the struggles of these things that you want for you really to understand the good and the bad of them. Right. Cause there was a lot of good in it too. Right. But, uh, sometimes you have to walk a mile in a man's shoes before you really understand your growth from it and what you need to do differently going forward. So yeah, I, I view the career thing a little differently now. Mm. Careers and everything. No. No. Okay. Gents, any, any other questions? Um, I think you wanted to ask me something about, um, no, don't ask it. He's looking at his notes. No, I, I, because it was a really good question. You had some good questions. I won't, I won't uh, prop you. What, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed or stressed? Is this the question that you wanted him to ask you? No. I mean, it's a good question, though. So um, I'm interested to see what this question was. <laughs> what I'm really interested to see what your answer to this You're is. You're going to like this, Luke. You're because like we all answer. know what the answer is. Right. Is it brown water? It's um, it's <laughs> it's prayer, bourbon, and CrossFit, and not necessarily in that particular I was order. Say, okay. <laughs> Can you... Are you like big into the like the bourbon like game and hunting bourbon and all that stuff? So so listen, this is for Luke. Um, I I love Luke to I love I listen, hate bourbon. I oh. listen. I you're love, a wine guy though. I do like wine. Oh, that fits. What pet peeve? Wine? <laughs> I'm not whining. <laughs> all right, all right. But you like to wine. You I like don't like whining. to wine. Yeah. You know. Like, no. Okay, okay, that's so, the joke you were trying to make yeah because you know, oh my gosh like, let jared talk <laughs> listen I, I i talk about bourbon a lot purposely in front of luke um because it's fun to do and get him all fired up but for for the listeners on this podcast i am not an alcoholic <laughs> spoiler alert he's a functioning alcoholic <laughs> it's not true it's not true that's diagnosed by the do yeah um, but no, I, 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 um, I got into bourbon about five years ago because my previous director was, is from Louisville and she, they, she's known as like the Louisville bourbon queen. And at, at the time I loved Indian pale ales, IPAs, Ugh. but those things are like drinking a meal. And so I, I switched IPAs. over, yeah, I switched over to bourbon and, you know, it's less calories and, and you only need one or two to, yeah, you were just telling us about this. Yeah. But you, yeah, for the same effect, you can just drink a little bit yeah. as opposed to drinking a lot. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like uh, drinking a, a protein shake instead of eating a steak. Right. You're so it's like efficiency. you're going for efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alcoholism. But if you, look, you, you, you may or may not know this, but bourbon is kind of a big fad right now. And Dude, so it's huge. It's, it's like, ridiculous. It's, it's like you, almost any person, male or female on the street, if you're like, 
talking to them, like there's if there's five people there, three of them are going to want to talk about bourbon. It's just a fad right now. There's, That's fine. I feel it's like, just a fad. you know, there's some things as a guy you have to know, yeah. right? Golf. Poker, yeah, bourbon, yeah, you can. It's, yeah, yeah. Huh. sports it has yeah. to be up there too. I don't like that. List. But yeah, I don't like that. Um, but the bourbon stereotypes, I don't like that. The bourbon game's crazy. Like it is crazy. Two, you got to know the grocery stores yep. when they release their when they get their bourbon, yeah, and you have to get there before the doors yeah, open. That's, yeah. that's crazy. But see, I don't do that. It, oh this man, I, I, I did a phase line. of it. I don't do it. I did a phase of it and it was it was pretty fun. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> um, it's like hunting like for bourbon. Yeah, you know when you were a little kid and you were like looking for that right like you know like um, pixie stick. No, not pixie stick. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> sports card. You know, like a trading oh, card yeah, or yeah. <laughs> David didn't get into that. He wasn't doing. Nope. You know, I wasn't into that either. Really? No. Okay. Um, well. What's some real bad advice that you hear in your profession? Wait, I, we didn't yeah. finish this. Okay. Uh, right, we'll come back oh, back. sorry, sorry. I figured I was just. I'm waiting to see what question he wants. What's to your favorite answer. type of? <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're so, on a date. It was like look, you, need to, you need to know what I want, but I'm not going to tell you what I want. So he asked my favorite bourbon. If you can only oh, have, I want, I want all audience members know this in case it's ever my birthday or something. Da- like that. <laughs> I want to know your and daily drunkard. Off chance that yeah, someday will be, will be your birthday. You guys have hundreds of thousands of listeners. I want to make sure. And that. the Belgians, they probably right. got to get some some good right. bourbon. Right. I want to know your shout out to the Belgian bourbon. You got bourbon in Belgium. <laughs> I want to know your daily drinker and then your special occasion. All right. So the special occasion. Um, hands down, there are more expensive, finer bourbons, but in my opinion, Angel's Envy Rye is hands down the best bourbon. Rye. Now, I drink my neat, by the way. I don't put ice on it. Waters the flavor. You don't water it down. No, no big rocks. No nothing. Just neat. Angel's Envy Rye is the best bourbon, in my opinion, uh, for my palate. Um, day to day stuff. Mm, Four Roses, Bullet. That's you know the whatever. Yeah, it's just like but but Angel's Envy Rye. I'd take whatever, that. Whatever. The rye. It's feeling good. The rye. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's the best. I even think a non-bourbon person like you, if you tasted it, because it's an amazing caramel and toasted taste, you would probably enjoy the taste of it. It tastes like burning dirt. Not this stuff. I think I think this to get in a bourbon, you actually have to start with scotch. Yeah, because anything that you taste after scotch is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. I, I had scotch it's like, once, and it was... I think Worst scotch is the gateway. Bourbon. It's like it's like having natural light or Milwaukee's best, and then Bud Light tastes like champagne, right? So the yeah. champagne of beers, not yeah. a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Are we done with bourbon? I'm trying. Yes, yes. I'm trying we to be done with bourbon. I was in it. There's many conversations that I'm in that I bob my head like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm just completely oblivious. <laughs> and bourbon is usually one of those. And I really, really want to. I was in a conversation with this business owner the other day, and he's like, "Yeah, in- Angel's Envy." You know, Angels Envy Rye. No, so here's the deal, right? So the conversation was like, he's like, I love Angels Envy. And my boss is like, oh, do you like the rye? He's like, no, 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 I don't like that. Yeah. And then she offers this other bourbon that she's like, hey, have you tried this? He says, you know what I have? It says, it's beaten Angels Envy on all the t- blind taste tests. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> what is yeah. happening right here? So I, I was hoping that I could remember it and I could be that person. Yeah. You know, and you guys be like, wow, this dude, like, yeah, it's just super cool because he knows all the stuff. Yeah. But, I don't. So. It's, it's, it's it's conversation. It's a conversation yeah. piece, Luke. Yeah. Are we done? With, are we done? With I think we are. Alcoholism? Yes, we're done with alcoholism. Yeah. Um, so, which do you? Which, which Speaking of alcoholism, ask? real quick, I need to give a shout out to Justin Gulliver because he yeah. said that every t- I told him that today at the gym, I was like, every time you hear the word ragamuffin, you should take a drink when you're listening to this. So he's probably like, we only had four or five. 
No, we said ragamuffin, ragamuffin, <laughs> ragamuffin, ragamuffin, ragamuffin. So he's trashed. Anyway, okay. um, so I got a, the greatest fear one. I have a, a really fun. What's your greatest fear? Well, um, claustrophobia. I I just watched. <laughs> I just watched Nat Geo TV. There's a really cool series on. Um, what is his name? Johnny. Chin or Johnny, something like that. You, you look up Nat Geo Oh my TV. gosh. You talking about Jimmy Chin? Yes. Dude, that so, boy is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So he does, you know, he goes and follows these, you know, extremist athletes. Yeah. And the one I just, I watched a bunch of them, but the one I just watched was a group of kayakers going down um, the Amazon River. And they were, and this was like a week long, um, you know, tour in a kayak. And as you guys know, there's, alligators and hippos and stuff and so when you'd ask me that question like what's your greatest fear i really didn't have one until i watched the show and one of the kayakers and they were you know narrowing it up that like hey we're gonna be in these parts of the water that are really really bad this dude an alligator came out of the water and chomped him and took him under and he was gone no way he died, died completely dead <laughs> whoa and so uh, when i i i on saw the film uh, well you didn't show it on the film but they're they're there like documenting it yeah, so like five guys ride the boat. And three. Then three, and then only two come back. Only know? two come back. And the craziest thing was that there was nothing the other two could do. And they were his friend, but they're like, he's dead. Like as soon as alligator, when that thing gets a hold of you, it's a death roll, boys, and it's mm-hmm. over. So I thought about your question. I was like, I think that would be the scariest thing to do is to know when alligator gets a hold of you, you just, you're done. Especially if you're I, in a I feel playground. like that's a quick death, though. I don't think so. You nope. drowned. Nope. You drowned. You punctured. And you're drowning. drowning. It's not like you get crushed and you're done. It's yeah. like, no. Like, but like death like, roll too. So like you probably pass out. I don't know. I don't want to do it. I don't you know. probably don't even know what's happening. I think you do because no, you don't I die don't instantly. Know. Like he jumped out of the water and got his, his chest area. This thing came out of the water. It didn't show it, but they, they described it. Grabbed um, underneath his throat, his chest area, and... Hold him in and then did his death roll. And I mean, I'm sure he lived for well, at least a minute or two. If he if he grabbed his chest, he probably collapsed his rib cage and everything all at once. I don't know. You know, this is know. why it's important to have a doctor on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, when depending on when the incisors hit, if they hit, yeah, I don't know. Just the pressure. I would think the, the the pressure of the jaws closing like that. I guess. I mean, like I don't they know. break bones. Okay, question. Yeah. Though. So, like, if my if my chest cavity gets like completely like smashed i still live for a little bit though like, i think so too it, I think it depends like is is the pressure in the right spot so that the heart True. explodes i like, don't know if my heart explodes am i done yeah that? you don't yeah. we're done yeah like I, except like, chicken, like hey i get except no, 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 for man. in bollywood movies uh when you get punched in the heart in bollywood movies you still live oh yeah well, yeah you get punched in the heart to your heart okay um from a real quick side note yeah Jimmy Chin made a movie called Meru, M-E-R-U. One of my favorite movies of all time. Wow. It's incredible. They're climate. Look it up. Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime for free. Okay. Um, it's it, it's incredible. My favorite is when he's documenting the solo guy that goes. Oh, yeah. my God. So, I, mean, so I, I see like sweaty palms and pits just watching this dude with no rope climbing. That's yeah. That's crazy. If you like that movie. Meru is like 10 times better. Is that the one that he did all like nine peaks in a certain amount of time? No. No, that's a different one. That's a different one. Okay. So that one was it, like the Alpinist, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably transition to keep your timeline. Yeah. Well, how are we doing? Let's see. Uh, we got Not 56. Great. We're at 56. That's 56. great. So, so we, got, we, got, we got, we got, get learned, let's go. Get spicy. Right. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Um, 
Teach us. Teach yeah. us. All right. Jared so has I am, a I am gonna, pamphlet. I am going to show, I am going to um, read my notes here for. I was going to say, you can't show anything. Uh, no, I can't show anything. Not uh, yet. Yeah. Not yet, but maybe we in the future. We pantheon set up. Yeah. yeah. The pantheon. pantheon. <laughs> right? So we we've been. Patreon, not a pantheon. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not. It's time to get learned. Oh, okay. Okay. There we go. So Thanks um, for transitioning us. Yeah. Hey, I'm helping you guys out. So the Gentler Get Learned session is on the word H S I T. Shit. H S H I T. Excuse me. S H. What's in this T? What's in the T? It's S H. It's what's in the T? S H I T. Who put shit in your tea? No, nobody put anything in tea. It's just good old Chick Fil A unsweetened tea. Another shout out to Adam. Okay. Okay. Here we go. S H I T. <laughs> Bring it together. Bring it together. Sit. Here we go. Did you just make fun of our first sponsor? <laughs> hey. I'm listening. I'm in. I'm in. We're in. There we go. All right. Okay. We go. All right. So we're, wait, you're getting us learned on shit. On shit. Okay. okay. I want everybody to know. So we're getting learned on like learned on S H I T shit. Let's okay. hear it. Yep. While it's often used as a curse word. If this historical legend is accurate, it actually was a created word <laughs> to save lives. Shit saves lives. Would you like to get learned? Hold yes. on. Can you, can you read that beginning? If this legend it is. is accurate. And it is. It is. I'm going to show you why it's accurate. While it's often used as a curse word, if this historic legend is accurate, it actually was a created word intended to save lives. Here we go. All right. Here's how the legend goes. When our great nation was still new and being formed... The new settlers would spend long monthly voyages across the Atlantic in wooden ships from the mother country to the new world, the Americas. Okay. Prior to starting these long voyages to America, they would collect large amounts of dried manure and they would put them in mesh sacks. Right. And they would use this dried manure as kindling for starting fires and heat and cooking when they got to Americas. Right. And they would store these sacks of dried manure down in the holes of the ship during the voyage. You tracking with me? Yes. Everybody good? Yes. Okay. While on these long voyages, inevitably, they would encounter rough seas or storms, right? Long monthly voyages across the Atlantic. And back then, they didn't have electricity. Checks out. So what did they use for light in the evening or in the dark holes of these ships when they were checking on the precious cargo or even people as they hauled them across? What, what would they use? Their iPhones. They would not. What would they use? This is for you, 23-year-old. What would they use? For light. For light. Like a candle. Well, kind of, yeah. Oil lanterns. Oil lanterns. Yeah. The blubber, the blubber of the whale. No, <laughs> oil lanterns. <laughs> Moby Dick. All right, here we go. Stick with me. So oil lanterns, right? Remember, listeners and my three fine men, these are wooden ships. They are not completely watertight. And when they encounter these rough seas and storms, what happens to dried manure when it becomes wet? What does it release? Not Doc. Doc's not allowed to answer this. What does it release? Methane gas. Methane gas. Okay. And because the crew were carrying flame lit oil lanterns into the holes of these ships, they would often catch fire and even blow up as they would go on these long voyages. After many disastrous encounters, lost lives and precious cargo, which was desperately needed in the new world, a very genius person came up with a plan, a plan to save the ships and all the precious cargo in the holes. They decided 
to write S-H-I-T on the mesh bags while loading them, while loading took place before the voyage, do you know what S-H-I-T stands for? Shit. Not shit. <laughs> this is this is the this is a transformation transform uh, transformational moment. S H I T. They would put them on the sacks. What would it stand for? Stood for, and I'm not done after this. Store high in transit. Store high in transit. And because they would store these dried manure bags high in transit, oh, they wouldn't get wet, right? They wouldn't release methane gas, and therefore they wouldn't catch fire or, or blow up ships. And this happened almost immediately when they put S-H-I-T, store high in transit, and they stored these things high. Almost immediately, ships started burning, or stopped burning and stopped blowing up. So the next time you hear this word uttered from the mouth of your friends, your spouse, strangers on the street, or even your young children, remember this legend and remember they are merely trying to save your life. Wow. <laughs> story time with Jared Jackson. It's a true story. Look it up. Didn't you say there was a, a metric definition as well? Yeah, there's there's a ton and there's a shit ton. Which is just extra. extra <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, it's extra. Of course, it's extra. <laughs> That was actually quite informational. Yeah. I felt like I was like in a little movie. You were. Store high in transit, baby. That's all they mean. It's not a customer. Where did you pull that story from? You should look it up. Here's the thing. It's a legend. It might not be real. Yeah. But if it is real. Store high in transit. Store high in transit. I feel like that, the what we just experienced was just felt so real that it had to be real. It is. <laughs> look it up. Man. I feel like there's... Like, you know that how in movies they're talking and all of a sudden you can see, like, what was happening? I felt like I was just going way back in time. No, I did too. I, I felt I like... That's what I, was, I was waiting for a loud outburst, that. but you guys were, like, in it. You were like, wow. Yeah. I felt like I was in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, you were. <laughs> but you don't you see... Why any of those ships blow up? Yeah, you don't see sacks of shit they weren't, boat, they, weren't, they weren't carrying dried manure. They were carrying gold, frankincense, and myrrh. <laughs> <laughs> I did <guess> this. <laughs> You didn't burn it. Like, that was the only piece of the story that didn't check out for me. It was like, when they got to the new world, that they burned it. I was like, no, we burned it. Oh, no, no, that is that is absolute fact. Doc will even back me off of this. They uh -oh. used <laughs> dried manure for kindling all the time in the new world. All the time. Buffalo chips, all that stuff. Yeah. It's like kindling. Um, yeah, they would use it. Really? To burn. Oh, absolutely. You can, that's, so that's a gospel. You're... It's a gospel. It's gospel. Okay. It's in, <laughs> it's in Proverbs somewhere. <laughs> so you, you're saying I can poop... And then use it as like kindling. Keep in mind that the poop they were using was cattle oh, and that's right, that's buffalo. Right. So what do they eat? Yeah. Grass. Grass right? yeah, yeah. So it's much more like kindling. That is an absolute gospel fact. Dried manure has been used for kindling forever and ever and ever. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, we just got learned. You got learned. That was a good one. Um, I'm still not. What made you so think of this as you're as you're getting learned? Well, because my moniker is hashtag get shit done. Mm. So now I just justified that when I say that. In corporate America or around so my friends. So this is a way for you to justify you using that word. Yes. Yes. Get shit done. It's not a cuss word, folks. They're trying to save lives. Let's move on to pet peeves. I've got some good ones. <laughs> I'm keeping track of time here. I told our audience we would try and get in and out. Oh, yeah. Doing? We still got, we got 10 minutes. We got 10 minutes for yours. You get to go first. Oh, dude. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
Jared, I, I think we should we should release you from the 115 because, man, I, I think we need to spend some time really unpacking these Pepsi. See, audience, this is what they're doing. This is this is what they're doing. They're trying to <laughs> trying to be. Said, I made a promise. <laughs> I made a promise. <laughs> you made a promise, but I'm telling you, I think the okay. people want to hear. OK, right. I think the people want an hour people, 30 oh, we, of oh, joy and goodness in their lives. If we do this, if we go down this path, I just want the audience to know that I tried to hashtag GSD. And I tried to keep us accountable. Hey, but you know what? Our audience will give me some RG. Ragamuffin Grace. Come on. Come on. You just got body. I just got body. Wow, that was good. Fist bump. All right. Push and peeve. Fist bump. All right. Let's go. Okay. I have two pet peeves today. Your second one, you told me this morning. You didn't have it. It 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 hit me. Like, real hard today wow. even walking in this household it was even just more apparent oh uh, this is gonna be about oh us gosh <laughs> so the first one the first one okay this is i think i think a lot of people share this pet peeve so you know okay you're going to disney world yeah you're on an nope. airplane I've never been to okay pretend you're going to disney world. <laughs> you're you're on a plane <laughs> you're on a plane okay going to disney. okay got it you arrive at your destination, okay? Mm-hmm. You land, you know, everybody like turns their air fo- your, their, their uh, airplane mode off, and as you know, texting, hey, I'm here, whatever. And then like, you know, they the, the lights are still off and you wait until you park in order to like move, yeah. stand up, whatever. There's always that one person. Yeah, sneaking up to the front. That, that as soon as the plane stops yeah. moving, yeah, they climb over eight people, yeah, and they run to the front of the plane. What are you trying to catch your next plane? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They run to the front of the plane because they need to get off the plane first. Luke, when was the last time you were in a plane? Like. It happens all Three the time. Ago. I'm, I'm in a plane line. It happens a lot. But I usually give them all the time. I usually give them RG because their next plane is maybe getting ready to depart. Mm. I usually laugh because when everybody does that, they maybe move in front of like two people. Yeah. Because everybody like, that stops. Everybody stands up. Like, so you get the guy that's like, ha ha. It's like, they moved up two <laughs> spots. Yes. And they're just, I love that. They do love that. Blocked yes. in by the rest of the people. Yeah. You know? So, so it's, it's, you know, if I understand like trying to get to their next plane if that's what it is. I have a hard time believing that all of these people have to. You sure. know, and you know what? You've been on a long plane flight and you want to stand up. Fine. Yeah. Like stand up. Stand your seat. Like, but you know, stand there. But the people who before the plane has even stopped moving, they're out of their seat and they're running to the front of the plane. It's bad. And they're hitting people in the head with all the stuff they have in their arms. Like, it's bad. Chill idea. out. <laughs> what number of pet peeves? Like maybe maybe if you would have got an earlier flight, you wouldn't have to you know rush yeah. to get to your next flight. Yeah, like be Let's courteous. Go. Let's go. Be be courteous on planes. What number? What number of pet peeves? Thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. So when you were creating your list, this was the thirty first. This thing was before you bench press. Yes. What um, in the world? I did good today on bench press. You were pretty impressed. Two fifteen, right? He was um, he was gonna make fun of my bench press today. His butt came off the bench. Today. No, I did not. It Pat did. was there. Pat was there. Did yeah, not come Pat off. said yes, it did. I put my feet up. Dave, would you hit two forty five? Uh, it is only like two fifty five. Two fifty five. It's good. It's I need six. I need to know people's Jared. numbers. So no, I, know you. I was two fifteen with uh, Jared. I was two fifteen. Yeah, we're two fifteen together. Dang. Yeah. I got six. Is it? 
That's it. That's it. healthy. That's healthy. It's heavy. Six times three. Yeah. Um, okay. What's your next one? All right. This is kind of for Ben Mason. Oh, oh. snap. Man, Luke is popping off. So this happens primarily in two at two times of the year. But there for some reason the month flips from August to September and every every you should see his face right every now. white person yeah. decides yeah, David. <laughs> every white person decides that they are going to like <laughs> welcome in fall with utter abandon, like, like PSLs and sweatshirts and flannels so and Uggs and jeans and like blankets and like like guys. Fall doesn't start until September twenty first. Uh, Astrology. Fall. We have three <laughs> weeks. Chill out. We all know that we September, October, November is a dead month. Yeah. Nobody, like, it's just t a terrible month here. Yeah. Like, relax. Let summer have its <laughs> final days. And then on September 21st, you can go all basic bitch <laughs> and become the fall. Extraordinary. Queen that you feel like you need to be. Okay? I will, I will actually give the people the benefit of the doubt because the real person's fault for this is Starbucks and all the grocery stores that start rolling out pumpkin themed stuff. No. That is not true. <laughs> you can have self-control. <laughs> this this also happens around Christmas time, so when you see Christmas stuff in like stores yeah, and like, there's Christmas stuff out before Thanksgiving, it's yeah. like guys. It's true. It's quality true. over quantity. Yeah. Like Christmas confined between Thanksgiving and Christmas is the best. Oh in what if, if you're drinking like white chocolate mochas and you're yeah. like pumpkin you know, lemonade listening to Christmas music, you're pumpkin lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> what if the sweatshirt has no bowl on it. Does that matter? Does that make it better? Question. Are we talking about astrological fall or meteorological fall? Because meteorological fall in most of the Northern Hemisphere is the three months of September, October, November. Okay. You are only saying this because I told you this. And then you peed on it. And we then, were so excited. When I came down in September, my boys were like, Daddy, there's 13 different things that are different about fall. Can you guess where they are? And we had a whole like... Half hour about when like I walked in and saw Megan had fall decorations up. Yeah. I almost threw up in your yeah. sink. But it almost, is almost threw up in your fall. sink. It is it is meteorological. I can't I, say the I, word, <laughs> but it is. It's fall. I'm getting too hot. You yeah, you're getting it's the off. stores, man. It's the stores. No, you fall. have self control, Char. <laughs> Use it. All right. I love pumpkin rolls. Oh my gosh, so I love pumpkin rolls. No, I love pumpkin, pumpkin rolls. I eat um, or drink anything. Oh, no. All right, audience. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, audience, uh, thank you for uh, that commercial timeout. We're back at it with the Get Body Podcast. Jared Jackson just experienced what it's like signing in for the 6 a.m. class. Unbelievable. You guys look like vultures on top of the animals. 
What I saw, I mean, I as soon as it went eight o'clock, you guys hit it, and there was like 18, 17 people already. That is insane. Yeah. Come to nine fifteen. We welcome you. <laughs> we love you. It's the same wad, by the way, from my nineteen fifty class. I little shout out to them. People have, have, have wrongfully said that maybe it's a different workout. It's the same wad, but we don't have a class backed up behind us. It's just an amazing culture of people who love on one another and challenge one another <laughs> and have a lot of fun doing it. Same wad, come to 915, you'll enjoy yourself. Ryan is wow. a loser in my Sponsor, 915 nine, class. <laughs> yeah, 915 class is, is our yeah, second hey, sponsor. Hey, listen, hey, I got one for Bosler. If he goes to 915 class, I'll actually be number one. So, oh, oh, oh. so, uh, so maybe you should sign up. So is it true that they call you the governor of the 915 class? I, I don't know if I've ever heard that, but I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the term. Okay. So it's true. <laughs> Isn't the governor like a cigar lounge? No. That is one in Westerville. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Let's get on to the alert session. Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, the peeves session. The yeah. We have to hear from Jared about Jared's peeves now. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right, listeners, all you hundreds of thousands of people out there, I have three categories. One is CrossFit. Uh, one is OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, which is a reflection on me. And then one is my lovely spouse. Oh okay. my gosh, get body. What order should we do these in? We Let's should do Paula last. We'll do Paula last. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> in the CrossFit category, Luke's smiling the most. He's, I've seen him all day smiling. My first pet peeve is anyone who does not wear noble from head to toe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I text oh, that. Right? I'm just kidding. That's not a pet peeve. That's uh, a preference. But, um, <laughs> but, a I, preference. but I push in preferences. But I do yeah. want to say, that, like, get with the times, folks. Like, uh, a couple <laughs> things. Noble is taking over the world. Let me give you a couple examples. And PGA, PGA Tour player, Scott Stallings, one of the longest distance drivers in, in the PGA Tour. He's, he's sponsored by Noble. NFL Patriots quarterback, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, right? shout out to your back, by the way. Get For better. all of you uh, fantasy football people, I'm talking to several here in the room. Did you know that the sponsor for the 2023 NFL Scouting Kind is Scouting Combine is Noble. Noble. And that's Noble. So, I, folks, you get what you pay for. Noble. Wait, I'm confused. Is this, yes. Is this a real pet peeve? No, I was, it was a joke. I just wanted to get a little plug in our Noble. We didn't talk oh, about okay. Noble. We're not sponsored by We're not Noble. sponsored by Noble. You know, I'm wearing a Noble shirt right now. You are. signed by Laura Horvath. There you go. See? It's Did true. the signature fade out at all? <clears throat> I keep wearing it. Yeah, I can't really see it anymore. It's right here. Yeah. No, it's kind of there. Yeah, it's kind of there. Nice. Yeah, you can see Your it. Your kid wrote it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, all right. So, <laughs> for a real for a real CrossFit pet peeve, and everyone who is a CrossFit Polaris member will agree and shout out loud when I say this one, okay? Oh, no. The bathrooms. Here we go. <laughs> for real. When I'm watching... The CrossFit Games. Oh, yeah. And Rogue Media does oh, not address oh, yeah. or even film Christy when she finishes top one through five, top one through ten. I'm like, come on, dudes. get This is unbelievable. She's been to the Games ten times. And it's unreal. And not filming her when she's first through whatever. It's unbelievable. And this is why I refuse to wear Rogue clothing. Whoa. In addition Whoa. to that, right? I, I won't wear it because they don't respect our world-class athlete and box owner. It's crazy to me. We ain't gonna respect them. It, it is true. That it's like they like purposely like throw shade at her. Yeah. It, it is weird how they, yeah, just like a, a just blow past her. It's, 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 like, it's just, there's one workout this year where I was like, did she even finish that? Yeah, and she was like top three. Oh, she was yeah. like 14. That's true. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was so weird. It was like, they were announcing everybody else and then 
The Rogue Store is pretty good, though. Yeah. They have a good manager. Right? Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, Cat. Yeah, I love Cat. Cat, I'm sorry. I love you, but you should change to No Bull. Because. <laughs> Dude, what if she managed the No Bull? Uh, well, she'd make a lot of bonuses on me. That's for sure. Um, but Opening anyway. uh, a No Bull, uh, a walk-in store. Yeah. They need, a, they need to make a, their own store credit card. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. It. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. OCD. Okay. Obsessive compulsive disorder. Got a few here. Uh, I want to be clear on this first one. I am referencing my kids, not my lovely wife, Paula. Okay. okay. When the dishes are piled up in the sink and the dishwasher is empty. Furthermore, we put a sticker on our dishwasher. This little magnet sticker says dirty or clean. Yeah. It'll be, it'll say dirty. The door may even be opened a little bit and they will put the dishes in the sink instead of in the dishwasher. That, that actually gets me too. It's just like, well, can you just... just, just it's so much easier to just actually just like put it in the dishwasher. Now, my guess is when they go off to college and later on, they'll realize that. But it's taking me like 36 <laughs> years. Okay. I'm sorry. I've I called you out. I've lived with nine right. other dudes and they can't figure it out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. No, it's it's, it's like taking a long time. Come, Come on, on, Austin. Come on, Nick. Get with it. All right. Uh, two Cooper, more. The dog. Don't forget it. Two more under OCD. This next one might be a little fensatory for some of the parents, but that's okay. I love all of you. Remember, I have OCD. Okay. Oh, I know um, kids that go outside barefoot or with socks on <laughs> and run around and then come back in my house. <laughs> like, forget about the cleanliness, right? Like we're talking about safety issues here, folks. There could be glass, sharp objects, worms. What kind of worms are those? Hookworms? What are those worms yeah. called? I mean, folks, we're talking, we, we aren't in caveman times down. anymore, folks. Get some shoes on those kids <laughs> and preferably... No bull brand. <laughs> Got to get a no bull man. plug in, okay? But, that's Jared, man. that's why they wear socks, man. Yeah, they wear socks. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, my last one for the OCD is um, teenage and, teenagers and procrastination. Again, it's just a big pet peeve of mine. I'm in that jungle right now, like jungle cat. Yeah. It's just a very difficult time where um, <laughs> there is no sense of urgency for anything. So yeah. that's out. All right, my last session is my, my lovely wife. I think most of the men will all also agree with this one. Um, so, you know, when you're getting ready for a hot date, right? And guys, we don't, we don't take very long, right? We figure we, we can put a pair of cargo pants on. Nobody wears cargo anymore, by the way. <laughs> yeah. um, cargo, t-shirt, whatever, right? Like, you know, you're noble, right? Or noble, noble. Um, you got your gear on, you got your hair done. And um, your wife tries on several outfits in front of you and, and maybe even some shoes. And they ask, ask for your opinion. And then they put the completely different outfit or shoes on. Why did you even ask me? <laughs> you wanted my opinion? And then you wear something completely different than the outfit you tried on. Or the shoes. <laughs> Why? I mean, I'm your husband. 19 years. I love you. If I tell you this looks great, wear it. Are you following me, David? Uh, yeah. Or oh, don't ask for the opinion. Yeah, yeah but I, that, that's the thing. I didn't say, hey, go try on three outfits and three different shoes and I'll tell you which one's the best one. Yeah. You came to me and said, hey, what do you think about this outfit and these shoes? Does it look right on me? I was like, oh, well, let's see the other one. Oh, that looks great. That looks fantastic. I'll leave the room, come back in, complain different outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even get give me an opinion on that one. <laughs> That's what I got. Pet peeves. What? I love how angry you got about that oh, one. That, that was, was great. One. I loved one. it. It's a good one. 
How are we doing on time, David? Oh, uh, we are at a minute at 20. Guys, okay. five minutes over. That's all. Oh, that's good. They're going to be so happy. We're not done. Oh, okay. Oh. We, to, we got the, the two minute drive. <clears throat> all right. All right. I'm going to throw the clock up. Um, Hold on. Let me get my list up. Okay. My questions. Sarah <laughs> loves my questions. I'm excited about the one squid one. It's not on the mind. Please, no. please. Oh, I'm going to answer it anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll hit it okay. after the two minute drive. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, three, two, one, go. Would you rather French kiss a baboon or stick your bleeding hand in a tiger shark tank for five minutes? In a tiger shark tank? Yeah. For five minutes. Well, since baboons are just one DNA strand next to humans, I think I would French kiss a baboon. Great. Next. Wait, does there have to be another one? Keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you had a billboard, we'll go that one early. Billboard for the world to see, what would you put on it? Noble, of course. <laughs> Favorite video game that your kids have played? Uh, what's the one they do with the shooting and the jumping out of the clouds and stuff? I should know this. <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. That's kind of fun to watch. NFL team you hate most? Uh, it have to be the Los Angeles. Are they the Raiders now? What were they before? Are they the, no, the they're the Vegas Raiders? Yeah, Vegas Raiders. Yeah, Vegas Raiders because they're against my Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, if you, uh, like, what's one person that you're like, man, in 10 years, I'm going to be most like that person? If I if I say it again, that I what? Ten years in advance from right now, who would you want to be most like? Um, I, 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 Luke. I want to be like Luke, Doctor Luke. <laughs> All right. Uh, death. Uh, death meal. Death row meal. What was it called again? Oh, Your final meal. Yeah, final meal. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Okay. Uh, what? I will go with um, the the breaded. Pork tenderloin that only is served best in Indiana. Bread with just pickles and mustard. Uh, it's fantastic. If you haven't had bread of pork tenderloin, it's amazing. What do you think the gestational period for African elephants is? I thought it was two years. Very close, 22 months. What in the world? Okay. <laughs> so what's a really strange or odd habit that you have? Something uh, you like? That I like, uh, I love detailing cars on the inside of them, oh. not the outside. I don't care. I want through a car wash, but I love to detail cars before and after. It gets me goosed. Favorite thing about your kids? Um, that they're teenagers mm -hmm. and that we can have a real conversation with them. Is golf a sport or a game? That is absolutely a game and a game in life too. You have to be honest. With your toe wedge, kicking it out of bushes, it's a game life. Amen. <laughs> Being dishonest? Yeah, that's why I say you can't be dishonest. It's a game. It's you're only doing it to yourself if you do oh, use okay. your toe away. Well, I take the amen back and I toe away okay. all the time. Uh, <laughs> Jared, I'll ask it for you, but would you rather have a squid? What was it? No, an octopus stuck to your face for the rest of your life, or be out in the desert naked? So this is the funnest question that I wanted to answer, and thank you for allowing me to answer it. Share. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we came in to this world naked, and. And we did, right? If we go back to the book of Genesis, we came in naked. I'm pretty I certain. I think you I'm also literally. Like I'm pretty years certain. Ago you came in naked, I'm pretty yes. certain. Yeah, I'm pretty certain. In the desert, there are oases. There are places where you can get some fig leaves and cover up. I would absolutely want to go to a desert where I find an oasis and use a fig leaf like Adam and Eve. What's wrong with that? I love how, like, how much thought you put into I it. I put a lot of thought into it. But then the only thing that you care about is covering up yourself. Well, there's just no saying, food. There's no water. <laughs> sure, there's food and water. There's heat. What if you're not near an oasis? <laughs> Questions I'll find a little one. flawed. Okay, so questions that we rather tonight, just for like another public service announcement. One, who wouldn't want to make out with a baboon, right? 
Like, you don't even have to ask. Like, what? Make out with baboon? Let's do it, right? <laughs> Second thing is, same, same, like, hey, if you switch up the question and you're like, hey, would you rather be naked in the desert? Like, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't you want to be why naked? Why wouldn't you want to be naked? Versus right? a squid on your face? And the squid, like, who wants that? But most of people say like, squid. Like, these are, like, I'm, I'm like, with Theo, my five-year-old, he's like, dad, would you rather go through life having both your arms cut off and bleeding every single day of your life or have a bowl of ice cream for dessert tonight. I was like, buddy, that's not how this game works. That's what I feel like your questions are. So I'm- Thank you, dude. Um, your questions are fantastic, Luke, and I'm just a fan of- Trying to find a picture uh, about- Oh, here's a good picture of a baboon. Well, baboons are pretty- I got with that? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Like my tongue out. <laughs> baboons are pretty ugly. Yeah. Oh gosh. They're pretty ugly. They're but pretty they're just one okay. day history for us. Hey, um, last question, not in the two minute drill, but favorite thing about Paul. Dude, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Boom. Oh, you're gonna love. But this. you can't say favorite thing about Paul because it's a, we already know it's Ragamuffin Grace, right? It's the answer, right? No, honestly, yeah. truthfully, her. Um, so it is. Right it, it is Ragamuffin. <laughs> it's not Ragamuffin Grace. We're kind of joking around, but you guys know this guy, right? A type personality, outspoken, obnoxious, twenty four seven. She's got a lot of love and grace, and. Um, I have ragamuffin. Go RG, baby. She loves RG. me where I'm at. Good, bad, or indifferent. Well, what do you what do you think your like favorite date with Paula was? Like, do you guys have like this was probably one of our favorite dates that we've ever done? Uh, boy, we've done a lot. It's, it's 19 years. Like looking back, yeah, looking back through the 19 years, like man, that date that was fun. Like, I guess I've only had like three years with Grace, so I can think of like, oh, that was my favorite. Probably the night we proposed, we went to a really cool gym steakhouse and um, and I knew we were going to go celebrate with her family and stuff. She didn't know that was coming up. So that was probably, that was, you know, one of many before we got You engaged. surprised her. Yeah. Yeah. She, she didn't know it was coming. Little limousine ride out to her parents and the family was there with ice cream. <laughs> ice cream and celebration. Was yeah. you, you pulled up the limo? Oh, yeah. A limo. Yeah. That reminds um, me of the dream that I had last night. No, really? you don't have time to talk about the dream. Why not? <clears throat> Should we, should we like end the episode and then like, and I want to say thank you, Jared, for coming on, for being an inspiration with your noble kicks. Yes. And then also, I know when you talk about your uh, career and with the things that you do, I think that, um, I appreciate your honesty and how you have, uh, in many people's eyes, like achieved that level of success in the career and to be able to share honestly about what that's like and, and, and share your time with us. Thank you. Well, thank you guys. This has been one of the highlights, highlights of my time. I'm being serious. I've never been on a real life, uh, real live recorded podcast. Podcast. How do you say a live recorded podcast? Yeah. This was fun. This was awesome. You guys are going to be, you guys to be Joe Rogan in at least next two or four months. I'm so upset that y'all don't hear about my dream. And cut. <laughs> guys, thank you for checking out the Get Body Podcast. Again, thank you for the sponsor of this episode, Chick-fil-A. Um, Adam DeCibio. Uh, Adam Simido. No, uh, Simido. Simido. <laughs> Say his name right. Simido! <laughs>